0: You can kick you
1: your fancy die? ales, you can drink them by the flagging, but the only food for the braving too, comes from the green dragon. <laughs> Welcome back to once again another muster and army. Now, this one, believe it or not, is going to be our final muster an army for this season. A final one. We've gone through, we're picking up the boundaries, we're picking up the pieces. We've got a bunch of leftover lists that we haven't touched upon. We've done all the main ones, we're left with a bunch of heroes. And these are some fantastic lists. There's things like the Desolator of the North. There's things like the White Council and the Fellowship. And all these lists that we haven't really touched upon yet. So this one, sad to say, is going to be our final Master and Army for now. We're going to come back. It's going to come back all new in a different format. With me is David. Greetings. Kylie. Hi. And I'm Jeremy, and we've had the same structure for the last few Masters. We've really been getting into it. Kylie, you take the lead. I've got no idea what's going on here.
2: Yeah, so when you get to this sort of points point where you just have a bunch of heroes left, you can't really write a list for them because they pretty much are their list, and they sort of work at a points level, and that's the points level they work at. Agreed. So so we're going to start off with the Fellowship. Mm Mm-hmm. And they generally work in around your 800-point mark. So that's all members of the Fellowship. That's Gandalf, Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli, Boromir, Frodo, Sam, Merry, and Pippin. Yep. There's a couple of extra little options you can do with the list, such as if you add in Bill the Pony, mm-hmm. you can only take a bow and the mithril coat for Frodo. But if you don't take Bill, you can get armor for Legolas. You can get Sting for Frodo. This is to fit
0: within yeah. the 800 points.
2: 800 okay. points. So if you're taking a Fellowship, you're looking at 800 Now, the one disclaimer I'm going to make before I continue. Don't take the horses. If you're taking a full fellowship list, leave them on foot.
0: Because you'll leave your hobbits behind?
2: Correct. If you're going to do them all mounted, don't take the hobbits and go at a lower point like 700 and just scrap Frodo, Sam, Gimli. Just scrap the walkers
1: interesting cause normally i wouldn't bother this i just if i want to do a fellowship game i just put down the fellowship and just work out what the evil points yeah, or, are
2: or just work out, a scenario, yeah. play out mm-hmm. a scenario
1: but if you want to play the tournament you're saying 800 points you could play the fellowship at a tournament and well, fellowship is not the strongest list in the world but you could you could win some games you can
2: win some games they can do a, they can do a couple of funky things bill i think is the most underrated part of this list simply because it gives you a artificial banner list.
0: Only works on Hobbits. Only
2: works on Hobbits, but it gives the Hobbits a use in their list. Because the other thing you need to remember is, because the army has so much might, you just march every turn. So, you're not actually, you know, move four to to keep pace with the Hobbits. You're actually move seven, because there shouldn't be a turn where you're not marching unless you get into combat. At which point, Aragorn's three point of might is now being used to call combats.
0: And yeah, you have Aragorn, so the march isn't draining your resources. So, you can march all day.
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting list in itself. It's got some really powerful heroes, like your Aragorn, your Boromirs, your Gimli's are fighters through and through. Legolas is is one of the great snipers in the game, and Gandalf is an incredibly versatile piece. He can do a bit of everything, and he's incredibly good at supporting. But then you've got Frodo, Sam, and Merry and Pippin. Now, Merry and Pippin are just absolute sort of rubbish space fillers. Sam is surprisingly good. He's
2: surprisingly useful, especially if you have Bill in the list. He can sneak into a combat with Gimli or a Legolas called Horat Combat for them and push them forward. Same with Frodo, especially because Frodo has the ring. Frodo is, again, one of those sort of secret weapon parts in the army because you have the ring, because you can slip it on, run in harm an enemy fight It means the Fellowship aren't scared of any any opponent. Yeah.
1: If I was going to play the Fellowship, I would hope to be able to, to manipulate it so I could use the Hobbits to get traps. Now, how am I going to do this when I'm getting outnumbered? Basically, what it means is is I'm going old fellowship tactics where the hobbits hide behind a wall, hide behind a wall of of Boromir and G- and Gandalf and Aragorn and you're hitting, you're hitting, and then you're just moving position. Say so right, enough, let's run for a couple of turns, reset up, and go.
2: I think taking the bow and Aragorn's pretty much a must for every every. Every game because you need that extra shot just to be able to sort of kite back, get a bit of damage in with Legolas and Aragorn and put a bit of harass down. And of
0: course he's keeping pace with the hobbits, it's not really slowing him down. Correct. Just take the shot.
1: And if you want to go all out shooting, to say take out an important character and shooting like a, a shaman or something like that. Give him a rock. You've got a sorceress blast of Gandalf, you've got a bow of Aragorn, you've got a bow of Legolas, you've got throwing weapons of Gimli, and you've got rocks with the hobbits. So you can actually put out a surprising amount of shooting. You could even take down, say, I don't know, a troll or something like that without shooting if you're willing to spend some might.
2: And since might
1: is basically a renewable resource
2: for the Fellowship because they've got Aragorn and Bill, you can throw it around a bit. I'm not going to say carelessly, but recklessly you can do.
1: Oh, look, if one of the hobbits is, is almost winning a troll of a rock, I'm throwing a point of might at it, like, yeah. without a doubt.
2: So aside from running them as a whole army, you can r- run them as sort of, like, little... Sort of groups. So obviously the first one is Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli as the Three Hunters. That's another little sort of mini army that you can run at a five hundred points with all the kits and caboodle on them. So that's cloaks, horses, pointy sort of doom.
1: And they make a nice ally for like a Rohan army or something like that. Where you or army
2: of the dead, or which yeah. is the north, are also they're the really three
0: hunters. You can drop them into a lot of lists.
2: Mm. Yeah. My particular favorite is using Legolas and Gimli, not Aragorn. Legolas and Gimli bring them into an Arna list with just Aragorn, the Earsildos hair, because he gives them a whole bunch of bonuses like banner, rolls and move through terrain.
1: Yeah, the other option I've got, I've got another group that I see quite a lot. It's really pop- popular. It is the Boromir with the horse group on his own, and he yeah. just drops into anything, anything, any army, no
0: matter what. Well, he took that trip where he went from Gondor to Rivendell. To back and in time
1: with a Lindel and a He Sildur. got lost
0: on the way and he lost his horse and he had to walk the whole distance in
2: cavalry boots. And then and he
1: was wandering through the forest and met some Ents. <laughs>
2: yep. To be it, honest, he gets though, around. If you're going to use that sort of a Boromir trick, I think the best application of it is what our good friend Tienen does and drops into an osculia veteran list. You get all the perks of Boromir, six points of might, the high damage, the three attacks, and you get to boost all your veterans.
1: I played Tienan's uh, Oscar Veteran list with Boromir against my Lake Town list in one of the tournaments, 800-point tournaments. And first turn of the game, Bard steps forward, pulls out an arrow, hits Boromir, wounds. Pulls out another arrow, hits Boromir, wounds. Black Arrow! <laughs> Knocked off, killed Boromir on horse. One shot, straight away, first turn of the game. It was amazing. I've never seen Tienan's face that down on it. It was amazing fight, the fate value would have been pretty important then. He had six points of might when he died.
2: That's how not to use Boromir Gondor.
1: Don't get him shot. Don't get him shot. He doesn't like yeah. shooting. But no, that's... In that's hindsight, that's what Tienan
2: should have done, because he had it in the list, he had an elven cloak, he should have dismounted off his horse and hidden behind terrain.
1: Oh yeah, that, that's a good option. Because he yeah.
2: always takes the the horse and the cloak for just that very case, reason. Yes. But for some reason he thought that Bard would be out of range and then... If it was... Oh yeah, never
0: yeah. mind. The way I tend to take him is 105 points in the Gondor list. He just Walks around with his mates and goes, hey, I'm Boromir. Who are you? Right, let's go.
1: The next one I think is pretty versatile. is just Gandalf on his own, dropping Gandalf into... To generally, spirit. though, Gandalf's coming
2: from the White Council list in that regard.
0: In which case, he generally turns into Saruman by the uh, time he makes yeah, it into the okay, list. Because okay, okay, you yeah, go, yeah, I need right. 20 Gandalf, more points. Gandalf,
2: I'll talk about this a bit more when we get to the White Gandalf, but Gandalf is a very good viable alternative over the Saruman, and I'll get to that a bit later. But the last one about the Fellowship I'd like
1: to point out... Merry and Pippin in a tribute list.
2: Yes, that's also a nice one, but not the one I was going for. Oh, damn. It's Frodo, Sam, and Smeagol. Now, you can only take Smeagol if you take Frodo. But for 185 points, fully decked out, that's Sting, that's the Coats. Bringing Frodo, Sam, and Smeagol into a list is
1: very tricky. I've seen you run this in like an Oskillia Ranger list, and it is scary because you could put those three heroes down, and then you put down Faramir and Damrod Mm -hmm and maybe Kyrian and some other things, and suddenly you've got this wall of heroes, and with the ring, and Smeagol's a, a nasty hero on his own, mm-hmm. and Sam, they, they can be useful. Mm-hmm. I like giving him
2: the entire full kit that's clothes, everything and all, because it means that you're not relying on the ring to ignore shooting. It means that Sam never hardly gets shot. Frodo never gets shot. Frodo can do assassination runs. Smeagol is fantastic, because he's always counting his arms, so he can never get really caught out, plus he's four forward, a heady point of might. It's very... Tricky there But the other thing as well is The Fellowship have a special rule Whilst the ring bearer is alive All other members of the Fellowship Automatically pass courage tests For their force being
1: broken Whoa.
2: So as so long as you have Frodo Who's courage sticks With two points of might And three will Frodo and Smeagol Will also pass their courage tests
1: uh, Sam Smeagol So you've got three objective drops Essentially Like in a domination scenario You can put them on three objectives And just ignore them
0: But it is close to 200 points To clap for your objective droppers or
1: oh without a doubt but this is a list that that everything else is cheap so to be able to do that it's like to have reliable objective drops so you can just sit there and they can hold their own like they don't die instantly if if a, a horseman gets to them they don't, most of the time they're going to beat it and then that's that's fantastic
2: i usually like to team Fred up with faramir and use them as a sort of a hit squad that goes take down other heroes smegle sort of wanders off with off the opposite flank that Damrod is and does some skirmishing. And Sam, Sam's sitting at the back of the board behind the train, going, When the shit hits the fan, which it inevitably will, our army's not going to run away because I'm auto passing courage tests.
1: Yeah, or well, uh, a tricky reconnoiter, sneaking Smeagol or Sam Bio with a cheeky march. Mm.
2: Well, I, I run the list that I run. Those three heroes in also has Faramir, Tyrion, Madril, and Damrod. So
1: yeah, it's got all the heroes. It's got all
2: a lot of cheap little heroes. Tyrion is also on a horse with a lance and a bow. Yeah, so it's it's an effective thing you should look at probably using if you're ever looking to expand your horizons.
1: Nice. Okay, now I've got the next list here, and I'm going to go for one of my favorite lists at the moment. This one came out of the Hobbit just recently. It's called. The Desolator of the North. Now, I would consider running this one at about mm, 700 points.
0: Would you consider, say, a lower points? Uh, <laughs> only if I was you, Dave. I <laughs> couldn't do my <laughs> calculator.
1: No, I'll consider exactly 700. I'm talking, of course, of Smaug. 700 points for Smaug. It's great for scenarios. It's going to be very flip-a-coin in, in in any competitive game. If you manage to, to get the ideal world where someone makes a a 700 point tournament with a one model limit of one model minimum, you could take smog.
0: We'll have to crunch the numbers smog versus Fatty, but we'll do mm. that later.
2: <laughs> a lot of the tournaments these days is sort of, you know, 800, 850, 750. So a bit more than what smog costs. So you have to figure out something just to fill in those last few points. If it's say an extra 50 points you need, a cash on door is very, very useful.
1: Yeah. Don't do just, not just take be- something that's going to die. Don't, don't take a warband of orcs. Because if you can break, if they can break you without killing some game over. Like a lot of the scenarios just end in that condition. You must not. Use the fact that if you have three models in your list, you have to kill all three to be broken. Use the fact that if you have two models in your list, you are not broken even at the end of the game.
0: It's in the FQ&A. If you get wiped out, you do count as broken. Oh, do you now? Yes. Oh,
1: smart people. So they really stuffed that up and they had to go and errata it because they realised they couldn't do maths fine fine but anyway take advantage of that keep the right.
0: the reason for the fq a is because break is calculated at the start of the turn so if you got wiped out the game would end before you broke so they wrote it to say if you get wiped out you are broken yeah
1: yeah and they totally screwed up their formula <laughs> yep so take take don't take more than three models is my recommendation so I
2: will say this if you're looking for obviously 700 points is hard to find but there are quite a few thousand point tournaments out there take another dragon take a moon no no I've got something much better. The, the trick with Smaug is having stuff that can, A, survive and not die, and B, back him up. Three there's not, shades. There's not a lot of stuff out there that Two can Two mortal troll ropes.
1: chieftains. No, no,
2: no. You're all out of the
1: book. I know. It's Ringwraiths on Felbeast. It's Ringwraiths. Yeah,
2: not necessarily on the Felbeast. The horse is fine. My I think One's pers- on a
1: Felbeast, one's on a horse.
2: My personal favorite is the Witch King and the Undying. The Undying, for doesn't obvious it doesn't die, keeps getting will back because of Smaug. The Witch King, he's got three points of might, has good attacks if you give him the crown as well, as well as a good source of will to back up Smaug. Because the big problem with Smaug is Smaug needs his might to win combats. That's the only thing he needs his might for. You need other characters to call heroic moves for him so he can get attacked.
1: Mm, nasty Smaug. That could be fun for you, not for your opponent. No, I saw, I saw when Smaug was first released, we had a, a big tournament in Sydney where some people took Smaug. And unfortunately, I took the Orc Warband with him. So everyone just targeted the Orcs, killed the Orcs out, break in about half the scenarios is just game over because it's a, a start rolling the die to see if the game ends. So once you can get to break, you're just in trouble because if you can play Smaug, if you're running a list of Smaug, make sure they have to kill Smaug to win the game. Yeah. What's the next one? What's the next list? This is fun. Are we up right. to the Denzins yet? or?
2: No, we're up to Thorin's company ah, is the one we're going to do next. So we're going <laughs> to do both. We're going to do both Thorin's company, so the armoured version and the non-armoured version. So the non-armoured version is an 800-point list. I think it comes in at 785, but once you give Thorin, uh, Orchrist, and the shield, and the bow, it comes in at 800.
1: So no ponies, no Gandalf. No ponies, no Gandalf, no, no Bilbo.
2: This is just raw dwarf. Yep. Oh, 13 of dwarves. Isn't that unlucky? Might be unlucky, but it's surprisingly effective. They should possibly bring a
1: burglar or some kind.
2: Yeah. It's surprisingly effective i would definitely recommend putting the dwarf bow onto thorin because it gives you another bow shot in the army and they have just like the fellowship deceptive amount of shooting they've got two bows two throwing weapons a throwing axes a sl- and slingshot and a throw stone so that can that can dish out some damage if you're not if you're not looking for
1: it and you've got some different ways of getting resources back with the bomber and the uh ori and those sort of guys being yeah. able to, to put stats back, it helps. You've got the wonderful um, priority stuff with Barland, so you can almost guarantee priority. You you could do the march every turn like the fellowship, but you almost don't want to. Like it's, it's You don't need to. You, the, the enemy's going to come to you at some point. So you'll get a little bit of shooting, not much. It's going to be combat, and it's all about replacement in combat. Pretty much. It's it's
2: one of those micromanage armies, and I've heard a lot of people say, I'll just drop one of the members of Thorin's company to... Um, to put them all on, on, on ponies. Don't do this. This, this, is, this is a trap
1: yeah. for the army. It's a trap.
2: If you look at Thorin's company, there's not a single member of Thorin's company you can afford to drop. Yeah, who do you drop?
1: Bofo? He's got the, the one where someone casts a spell at him, he just ignores it. Always oh, he Biffa's just all a has got ability? the free
2: ha- heroic actions. Bomber gives Will back. Oin's got the re-rolls. Goin's a powerhouse. Um, Ori's got the slingshot. Nori's got the, the, the two-handed weapon I think that the doesn't...
1: I think it was Bifur who ignores the power, in both would that protect against
0: like no, other Aurora? Dory's got spells, three so area effect, Nature's yes. Wrath. Okay,
2: it's any targeted ability. So yeah, he's a great way of stopping Nature's Wrath. So if they target if they, him. If they drop, someone drops a Nature's Wrath against you, two he plus you ignores it. it.
1: So he says, "I'm the one who resisted it. It's at me, and then he just two pluses it." Very nice. Yeah, it, that's where it's really good and a nasty surprise, especially when a Wraith goes. Okay, I'm going to transfix you, and you go cool two plus. And he can might it. No, he can't might it. No, but it's a two plus, and then he can resist it as well as normal. Yeah. No, they're, they're all pretty useful, and I, I think it's just cool to put them all together. And this is a, a pretty affordable army. Go get the Goblin Town box set. You've got a goblin army, and you've got an 800 point. And it works, somebody.
2: It actually, I feel works better on foot because it means that your opponent can't get as many models into you at once. So you can do these kind of little funky, sheer wall-y type things against terrain features where they can't actually get their numbers in on you.
1: And you, you're basically setting up so the three attack models are the ones that are copying all the fights and the mm-hmm. others are just being opportunistic and going one-on-one. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> the equivalent of Aragorn, Boromir and Gimli take the front and everybody else, the squishier blokes. Do do the the squishier out. blokes better. are pretty
1: good, yeah. Yes. They do it better. Yeah. And with with Thorin's sword, oh, do you fit that in? Yes. You yeah. always
2: take the sword and the bow. You can take the shield if you want it, but you don't need it. His defense seven Yeah. It's very unlikely. The bow just adds so much, because if someone decides I'm not going to engage you straight up, you can at
1: least shoot back. Yeah, and you've got a decent amount of shooting there. Not a huge amount, but a decent amount. So, splitting this off for the Allies, the one I hear all the time is, uh, well, I haven't heard it for a while, but it's the, the Bomber with, like, Alfred, and then with someone else, and it just gets a bit bit mm. silly with that one.
0: main one I think of is Thorin with sword, just in case that Goblin King decides to show up.
1: Yeah. I think On pony,
2: Thorin, Thorin, what's the other two? Dwarin and Balin kind of go off on their own there. They don't really get taken as a separate ally contingent because they can lead dwarves from...
1: They can lead warbands mm -hmm. and warbands.
2: One thing I'd like to see is when people run those sort of that 650 army of Thorin, Dwarin and Balin, if you want to expand that army to 800, bring in Killian Philly on Pony. It adds a lot of versatility to your army, a bit more speed and a bit more hitting power that you otherwise wouldn't have.
1: Yeah, and the bodyguard rule means you've got some mm. really effective objective captures and, and flank leaders and all this sort of stuff yeah. there. Any,
2: any warri- Warriors
1: of arable list? Sorry, mm, that's a good Thraw's one. Household list or whatever it's called. Look at
2: Killy and Philly if you're taking um, Thrawn in there because they work very well.
1: I took four in my Lake Town list. I took them purely on the ones in the movie that stayed in Lake Town. So it was uh, Bofa, it was Killing and, and Killy Oyn. And Philly. Oin, Oin, yeah, the healer. Amazing. Yeah. It worked way better than I expected. Killy Philly have a fight five. So they are decent at supporting combats and with a bunch of Lake Town militia or Lake Town Guard, no problem. They can they can mm. confidently win combat. So they're good fighters. Owen gives you some opportunistic healing, but he gives you re rolls and it can happen. He can target anyone in the list. So I was using him to when Tario botched, yeah, you know, Tario go through a re roll. And that was mm. fantastic. It's not just the dwarves, it's every good model. And Bofa, I remember a few times people targeted me with area effect or I had it set up so someone actually tried to to black dart me, I think it was, or like it was a ring rate power, pretty power, and they threw lots of dice at it and then I just 2 blasted, it and it was amazing. And he was a good fighter because he's got the pick going. So having those three dwarf fighters and then one as a bit of a support mm. character was really good in a spam list.
2: I actually think if you look at sort of their like little groups like Bifor, Bofa, Bombar, Oinglone, if you take them as their little groups, they're actually really quite effective. I've been toying around with um, Gimli, Oin and Gloin as a little uh, dwarf ranger army. So I ally an Oin and Gloin into a Gimli army. Works super effective. It's really punchy, gives you an extra threat. And Oin's just fantastic for that reroll, as Jeremy said.
1: Yeah, he's he's good value.
2: The other one I think hasn't been mentioned much is Dory Norian Ori.
1: So Dory's a three attack one with the, the weapons you never use, the flail. Yeah.
2: Uh, Nori's the one with the. the Nori's the, good. Nori's the one with the two attacks. Two handed weapons. Don't, don't yeah. count as two handed weapons. And Ori's the one with the slingshot. Oh, Ori's fantastic. Yeah. He, he's now, a sniper. I toyed around with this idea a couple of weeks ago with Tina. Because as I said, I was experimenting with um, Gimli, on Glimli. What about the others? So on a whim, I dropped Gimli, took a dwarf key instead. And then I took Nori, Dori, and Ori on pony. They are amazing. Mm,
1: all on pony.
2: Amazing. And they rhyme. Because they you yeah, run they them you run them as a little three man hit squad. Three dwarf hit squad. Three dwarf hit squad.
0: With three ponies. On pony. Yes.
2: So they can get around pretty quick. And Ori can get a couple of cheeky kills in before you get in the combat because if auto wound on a six, now what's Rending Ori's chronicler rule again? How does that work? If any member of Thorin's company within three inches kills an enemy hero or monster, you get a point of might, will yes. or
0: fate of your choice back. So you go straight into the ranges of the north and
2: Yes. And I was playing against Tien and Shenanity the Mordor and this three-man unit that was just running around, the side was playing Havoc with Tien and Ori was constantly throwing slingshot shots at the Barrow White and eventually killed it. Then once the Barrow White went down and I had to, the doors open and then just Ori and Dory just ran in and went, I have three attacks with plus one to the rune and the other one went, well, I just have four attacks. Yeah. And they just destroyed the specters and everything.
1: Oh, that's a nice As a little... three-man
2: unit, very effective and it comes in about 180 points.
1: Yeah. So you've got good options there. You've got lots of choice. You've got effective orders you can add in, and you've got a, an army that, that's, that can play on. It's, own. it's a tricky to play It's a real challenge, but you can, you can win games with the full 800 points of it. Now, the upgraded version of this, the newer one, the ones with the full armor, what points should we play this one, Kylie?
2: 1,000 points, no question. You don't go up. You don't go down. You don't take them separately at all because you're better off taking the cheaper versions. You take this as
1: a full-on 1,000-point army. And does it have Bilbo in it? No Bilbo. Just the 13 dwarves again. Correct. Yep. And this time, what do you gain over the 800 points? You gain some long, you
0: know, titles and some impressive stat names. And mm.
1: <laughs> most importantly, Thorin gets
2: the badass roll of badassiness and it somehow inherently absorbs Elendil's pointy sword and gets free heroic combats. Free hero combats. But most importantly, all the members of Thorin and company go up to defense seven or eight.
1: Yeah. So they are absolute tanks. You get the banner effects going with Killian Philly. Which is no, nice. no, no.
2: If you take them as a full thousand point list, everybody in the list gets
1: Dupacar. Oh, nice. So
2: everyone counts Thorin as a combat. And
1: everyone's a combat. There's no there's no missile weapons in this list at all, is there? No,
2: it's, it's you've got to position well. You've got to surround. So you're probably breaking off into smaller groups of Thorin's
1: company. Mm. So
2: maybe one and a few other guys run off into a small group. Thorin comes in and you sort of like pince a move into your opponent.
1: Yes. Exciting, and they're great-looking models as well. There's they're a fantastic
2: models. I painted all thought all thirteen dwarves for the thirteen days of Christmas. Yeah, that, that was I did impressive. Recently.
1: Liked it, mm-hmm. liked it. So a good list. Um, what we're saying is probably you probably wouldn't put these in another list. You keep them as a thousand points. And what what I can't wait to to put that down against a thousand points of Gundabad orcs. That's going to be amazing. Mm. That'll be so much fun. What's our next one? Our
2: next one is the three trolls. The three trolls. These
1: ones of points are pretty stuffed up, aren't they?
2: They should have been 400. I think someone in the office has gone, Ah, oh, I think that equals 400 and then forgot to carry the five on someone. Yeah, near, enough. It's near enough. You've infiltrated <laughs> their office, David. He just said, yeah, near enough, enough is good enough.
1: <laughs> engineering, it's within acceptable within, tolerance. Yes.
2: <laughs> so when you're taking these guys, even if you're just taking one, you're pretty much always going to take Will first up. But um, the campfire is a must. Straight up, you have to take the campfire.
1: Why? Why do I have to take the campfire, Kylie? Tell me. There's two.
2: Well, actually, there's three reasons. The first reason. Tell me reason, the second. Resistant to magic for one.
1: Okay, that's a good second draw. What's the first? Plus one courage. Always oh, useful. Nice. Okay, so that's
0: pretty
2: good. And reason three? And the piece the resistance.
1: Very Ooh. nice. This
2: is an easy one. You can pick a guy up and throw him on the campfire. Set him on fire. So oh, you can nice. use the set of
1: blaze rules. Yeah, that rule that's sitting there and you have to roll to put out the fire. Yeah.
2: But most importantly, that... Ability to pick a model up within six inches. Well, it's actually not the model has to be within six inches, it's just Bill that has to be within six inches. He picks up a model and displaces it. That displacement can be up to nine inches.
1: And what you do is you put the campfire in the corner where the building, you, uh, yeah, in the building, and then the, the the shape of it means that you can drop a twenty five mill based model in the corner of the building and you can never leave. Pretty much, you do so to know. What
0: you team. do is you find a building and you drop them inside the building, and there's, there's only one doorway. The building just fills up with models.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's
2: lots of little ne- <laughs> neat tricks you can do with it, but the campfire is is just too important for the three trolls not to take.
1: The trolls are fun to play in a four hundred point list if you just. Get your opponent's mission. I've actually played them at 400 without the campfire just to make it for sure it fits in, and and they were, they were tough to, to, to beat. They were pretty solid. And I imagine if you allied them in with a, a, maybe an Angmar army or a Goblin Town army or something like that, you've got a really effective three troll front.
2: Well, I've used them with Goblin Town 400 points of Goblin Town with 400 points of troll. Very, very scary. You've got. Yeah. The, one thing you need to remember, though, is you need to use correct combats not to stop enemies from striking but to pick up guys and hurl on the front of the other trolls' bases to stop them from dying.
1: I almost never strike with the trolls because I find that the heroic combat, you call two heroic combats, you're going to get one off. And mm. then whatever happens, you, you just hurl to the front of the lines or whatever and, and make it easier to beat them. So that's more effective. The strikes don't get you much. So I wouldn't waste your, yeah. your small Always amount remember of remember my-
2: to have Bill, which is the weaker one and the sneezy one in the middle. So you have Will, who's the, the crazy super three might one. And you yeah, think Bert
1: is the weakest? That's the one. Yeah, Bert. Bert.
2: So you have Bert in the middle, sneezy. You have Tom to one side because if people trap him, he stomps up and down and hits everybody, and will because he can't be trapped. So you're throwing on the end.
1: Yeah, uh, nice little group these ones. Okay, do we have any more? There's, there's got to be someone else.
2: There most certainly is the.
1: The one that no one quite
2: sure knows how to play and that's the white council.
1: And then we don't we're not quite sure. So that was the end of the episode. Thank you for <laughs> listening to the Green Dragons here. Oh, you've got some ideas too, Carly? I've got some ideas. Okay, I've toyed around with it a
2: couple of times with and not to a great amount of success, but
1: I'm out of ideas. I've got no idea. Run them as allies. That's that's the idea. Yeah, just Aside from in. running them as
2: allies, you cheeky Saruman in one list or on my favourite Galadriel um and Caliborn into a cheeky list. Yeah. They're pretty hard to use on their own. They're, they require a micromanagement sort of emplacement that's beyond even the fellowship. They're that tricky to use.
1: Because they don't have the things like Aragorn's renewable might that the fellowship's got. Yeah. And they
2: have renewable will.
1: Yeah. They
0: have but, lots of renewable will.
2: But we'll that's, only get to so tr- far. So the first thing you need to be doing with this list is you need to throw up a terror shield. So to make that terra shield effective, you need Galadriel. Either scary version's one, just yep. you need one of them with the minus one. So Galadriel's pretty much a must if you're taking White Council, and because you're taking, pretty much got to take Galadriel, you're pretty much always going on foot.
1: is she, she? She's got the aura power as well, does she? Uh, yeah. yeah no one courage within six. No, and but did she can make make terror for everyone, or is that Radagast? That's Radagast.
2: Right no, not that you really need to make terror for everyone because pretty much everyone gets terror in their own way, shape, or
1: form. Okay. So the list that
2: I would look at running at 800 points would be Saruman. Unfortunately, can't get the super powered Saruman the Wise because of points, but. You only get the regular one. So Saruman, Colladriel, Caliborn, yep. doesn't have an elven blade. Just the heavy armor and shield. Glofondil, Arrestor and Elrond. Now, all of those characters have terror, uh, except for Saruman. But you can you can get it up.
1: What's the um? Isn't the channel aura of dismay? Is Radagast. It, is isn't that the one that gives you three? You take the courage test on three dice. No, that's, no, that's terrifying channel,
0: aura.
2: Terrifying aura. Oh. And I'll get into that later.
1: Because that, that's thats my thought. If you really want to get terror, a egg one with a channel terrifying aura, good luck getting through that.
2: Yeah, But it's its pretty tricky, this list, simply for how the list is sort of laid out. You've got powerful magic heroes with not a lot of healing power. So straight off the bat, you want to take all of the characters in that list that are three attacks and have a spell. Okay, Even so then, you still that? want to be taking all the three attack ones. Galadriel? So, Galadriel's a must. Calibon's a pretty damn good choice. Two attacks or three attacks She's Calabon? got three. Galadriel, yeah. Galadriel's sorry. scary. Galadriel has three. Yeah. And she's got the banish and the other one. Yeah,
1: yeah, And the Calaborn's... caliborn has got three. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Unarmed, unless you give him the sword. But no, yeah. but you give him the sword, <laughs> yeah.
2: You give him the sword, sorry. You don't give him the... So you're thinking Auron as well? Auron is pretty much always there. Glorfindel, again, is another one of those characters that you pretty much always got to take. Yep. Simply because of...
1: How he works. He so probably work in basically five characters, essentially. Six, Six characters.
2: Six. If you want to get seven, you've got to drop Six. one of the big-end heroes, such as Elrond. So it took talking about 1,000 points here. 800.
1: Oh, 800, okay. If you
2: want seven, you've got to drop Elrond, and you're probably looking to pick up Thranduil and Legolas.
0: Two. If we're taking allies, you could drop the twins in. They would do well.
2: Yeah. But you lose the biggest special of, them, which is the, of one purpose, which is the plus one to resist, mm-hmm. which yeah. is kind of the reason why you take all because he's just so rude with the resistance to magic. Mm-hmm.
1: I think they would just be really cool, if was, uh, 800 points of these up to 800 points of race or something like that. Could be mm-hmm. it could be a fun matchup. It's
2: tricky to play. You can play it and it can work, but it's, it's one of those things where you're having to use Sorcerer's Blast on key characters to push them away so that... Elrond can run forward and drop a channel nature's wrath. And then you're sort of doing this weird running away, running forward dance, and you always have to be hovering around terrain. You can't get caught in the open. And it's a long game. you got you got to accept that you're going to lose combats, and you got to pray that you can take the damage from it.
1: Yeah. Interesting list, but the, these are all been interesting lists. So,
2: yeah. The last thing I'm going to mention about White Council mm-hmm. is never take more than one
1: wizard. Well, more than one lizard. Wizard. Wizard. Oh, I thought, I thought no, you like no. dragons or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like, no, 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 I want to take three dragons. You. Only right. take
2: one wizard if you're running pure light council because it, it gets, the more one attack models you have, the harder they are to protect.
1: Yeah, they, do, they so don't get enough combats.
2: You need all the three attack models, two attack models. So what's there.
1: your go-to, Saruman? Saruman,
2: as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, Gandalf is not a viable alternative because Saruman is pretty much, I compel stuff and I blast stuff. Gandalf's got a bit more versatility especially if you put him on a horse, because Gandalf can charge. He's got strength five. If he needs mm-hmm. to, he has Blinding Light. He has sorcerous Blast. He has Strength and Will. He has just more spells at his disposal. Mm-hmm.
1: Can you put Radagast on the chariot?
2: You could, and that's what I'm going to get to next, is the mounted version.
1: Yeah, because that's the only Radagast I would consider taking in this list. Or the one on the eagle Oh would yeah, also yeah. work as well. Yeah, the combat Radagast.
2: So if you're going for a mounted version, again, a wizard of your choice, mounted, your Glorfindor Your aurond Your Thrandall Your Legolas And your Arwen You can drop Legolas Down to his Weaker form And probably Turn that wizard Into a super wizard So either The on Eagle Or the on Chariot
1: Sounds like an interesting challenge I think we might have to do A whole episode on, on Our trials and tribulations Of the White Council I think it, I'll think i get to it eventually
2: I'm kind of Stuck I, on the hood At the moment Trying to figure yeah. out How to make them work
1: oh, Well wow. <laughs> That was our final season one of Mustering an Army with all the the leftovers. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Maybe you got some ideas and maybe you've come up with something a bit more exciting than we did for the White Council. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.